Finger raising is key. Is this we gotta remember to stay. Homemade bread. No, it's not. Yeah. You where do you have a bread maker? Yeah, and you made it. Bread maker. Wow. No bread maker. <laughs> yeah, I do have a bread maker. You're the bread maker. <laughs> <laughs> you call me the bread maker. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's kick it off here. We've got episode 0000014 or 14, depending on how you do. Not 14. And uh, we had the Singapore Grand Prix this past weekend. Singapore. Yes, Marina, right, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it, it's funny. I watched, I saw no mention of Yas Marina. <laughs> well, that's later in the season, but okay. Um, so let's kick it off like we usually do. What's new? Um, can we start? Let's see. Weekend was good. I don't think, not, not too much new. Carolyn's mother was in town. Anne. Anne. Lovely woman. Anne uh, yeah, that's my wife's name. Yes, it is. The bread maker. Yes. <laughs> the bread maker. <laughs> um, Still thinks that She made us dinner on Friday, which was lovely. What did she make? Roasted chicken with oh. some kind of side. It was like a rice, almost like a rice... And corn salad. Almost a rice. <laughs> My spam filter has been acting up because I didn't get the invite. Oh, oh. interesting. And that's funny you say that because she said that the newsletter is going into her promotion. So maybe you guys should talk and set up figure out how to yeah. use Gmail. So what's okay. going on? Did she make you buy the groceries before she got there? Carolyn bought the groceries before. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just clarifying. Yeah. And then I went to the Notre Dame game. Mm. Notre Dame BC game. Notre Dame. We'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Rob? Um, I installed a baby gate this past weekend. Ooh. Big, big thing uh, for where, me. Uh, where? Uh, well, we had it open when you guys came up the stairs at the top of the stairs. Wow. Um, you did such a good job. It was almost... In, I couldn't see it. Had to uh, put an extra... There was no stud in the wall where it needed to go, so hmm. you need to figure out the anchor situation in the drywall. What'd you do? Uh, went to Home Depot, got some drywall anchors, and... Put a one by two piece of wood that the gate can, put, and then put the eye hooks into that. So latch onto. So a nice little construction project on Sunday. Saturday I had a rowing race. How did how'd that go? It went well. We came in fifth out of thirteen, which is good for our motley crew. So, and we're going to be in the head of the Charles in a couple. How many are in your show? Eight, plus a coxswain. Rob the coxswain. Should we go watch? Yeah. Yes. Head of the Charles. It's a great event. To. I haven't gone in years. I, it's a great event. I'd love to go. What day is it? We're racing Sunday midday. But what? Which you know, uh, day? the twenty second or twenty third of October? Twenty third of October. Which twenty second of October? Because I start my new job on the twenty third. That's uh, my nice. real life update. Is I got a new job. That's locked in. Yeah, locked and loaded. Oh, wow. You, yeah. And what buried the lead? What day do you end this current job? October second. So I'm taking That's three weeks off. Nice, nice time off. Very good. Don't tell me about your golf plan yet. What? Okay, nothing. <laughs> What's uh, new with you? Uh, what? <laughs> oh, sorry. I just want to say we're sponsored by uh, Oscar Blues Dale's Pale Ale Beer Line Thirty Nine Cabernet Sauvignon Wine. It's a 2015 vintage. Vintage. Uh, and then we are also sponsored by Annie's Homemade Sourdough. Oh, delectable. Some. French-looking jam. Are we taking orders for Annie's homemade sourdough? If the listeners want to buy, uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Annie's artisan breads, artisanal sourdough. <laughs> hmm. 
Bear Shirts as well. New revenue stream for us. <laughs> Always <laughs> diversifying. That's good. Uh, let's see. What did I do? Uh, Liz's family was in town. Uh, Katie, Katie. Oh, Lexi just hit me. Katie took the train up. Uh, Tom and Barb flew in. Barb came down with a head cold of sorts, so needed to bow out for. <laughs> needed to bow out for much of the weekend. Too bad. Yeah, we tailgated, and um, that's kind of it. Yeah. With the impending nuptials, don't you think it's about time to start calling it "Our Family Came Up for the Weekend"? I said. We uh, said lose this family. family. Yeah, uh, our family. I yes. mean, the royal, the royal hour. You're almost an O'Brien. Let's just face it. Well, I don't want to go there. What's your fantasy? Team O'Brien name? blood is bad. <laughs> uh, my fantasy team name is Mr. Liz O'Brien. So, jokes on me, I guess. Um, nothing else really. Working so far this week. I thought I woke. I had a dream, and I thought it was Thursday, and I woke up and it was oh. Tuesday morning. So that blew. Oh. Can you give a quick uh, wine review? Just what yeah, the, you want to. You want nodes? Yeah. What are the nodes? Notes or nodes? I thought it was nodes. I mean, do you want a sampling glass? <laughs> I would like a sampling glass. Uh, I would say this is from the northern, northern Napa Valley region. Oh, I was gonna say Chile. No, it's California. <laughs> and I would say it's. How'd you know that? I would say it's a. Eleven ninety nine bottle of wine. Euros, Canadian dollars, or U.S. dollars? American greenbacks. Or you okay. Did you not buy it? <laughs> John did buy it. I would say it was greenbacks. Can I get a taste? And where the nodes? And the nodes are earthy. Okay, no one asked you for an update, Will. So thank you. Will's in the pod room. Got more. Give <laughs> you more of you. Uh, okay, so let's get on. That's great. <laughs> and uh, oh, well, Charlie's not here, and we'll explain that in a bit. Yes, we will get into it. It seems yeah. always one O'Brien boy is missing. It's yeah, a it's a disturbing again. trend. Okay. <laughs> okay, at least we know where he is this time. So that's thank goodness. All right, so uh, the race Singapore Singapore Grand Prix where more business gets done than any other race. <laughs> uh, who watched qualifying? I, I did. did. I did. We all, all right. All right. Good for, yeah. us. Good for us. Who much practice? I watch some. I, reco- I record all the practice. <laughs> is this an arms race or something? I DVR every practice. I, I oddly only watched practice two. Uh, I said I was recording and all I recorded was practice I've two. I've never seen FP3. And I was talking to you about this, John. I think the practice, if you want to just learn little tidbits, that is the you best thing practice. to watch. Because they just kind of ramble on about nothing and then they just talk, give you a little... Yeah, insights into the racing world. Very yeah. interesting. If you ha- if you have a couple hours to spare, yeah. kind of like this podcast. Sure. Yes. <laughs> um, I watched it. Uh, trying to remember how it went down. Oh, Ricardo was dominating all the free practices. Yes. Yep. And then we thought he would dominate qualifying. Didn't quite turn out that way. Uh, Vettel came in P one, Verstappen P two, Rob, Ricardo P three. Uh, Reichen in P4, and Hamilton P5. So I thought the most interesting thing, Vettel was head and shoulders above the Red Bulls. I think it was a half a second. He really put together a good fast lap. Oh, really? In, P, in Q3. Oh, wow. Um, so he got, had the, the Ferrari sandwich with two Red Bulls in between. Ferrari sandwich is a theme we'll come back to. Uh, and Hamilton's way back in P5, so... You know, Singapore is not known is known as a track where there's not much overtaking. So, if things kind of stayed 
roughly like that, Vettel was going to get a big, big, big points back over Hamilton. Why do we think Raikkonen was so far back of Vettel? I think we've seen this all year, haven't we? He's not as good. Yeah. You well, think that's why it? Are we, I mean, or why are we being on the bush here? I don't Vettel's know. a better driver, period. Okay. That's tough to say, though. He, I mean, Raikkonen How's gets beat to by Ricardo and Verstappen like that. Don't we often see He's Hamilton, Vettel, Botas? Like, and Botas is able to beat Raikkonen, but maybe Vettel's able to beat Botas. I don't know. I Botas just... has been lacking recently. Anyway. I think Raikkonen uh, in Q3... He was having a flyer, as they say, and yeah. then the same place where, if you saw in um, Vettel's uh, fast lap, he barely touched the wall. Oh, that really? Time. Yeah, yeah. And Raikkonen kind of hit it just a... He hit it harder than that. And mm-hmm. I think if it hadn't been for that, he might have been too. Uh, but he just lost a little bit. So gotcha. things like that. that yeah. Raikkonen. You need a perfect lap. You do. So, I mean, after qualifying, Hamilton was left saying, I'm going to need a miracle. Dun, dun, dun. Which brings us to the race. Andrew? Yeah, so the race. So I just maybe I can just set the scene a little bit. I was watching it. I got Anne, Carolyn's mother, to sit down and watch the race. And I really, yeah. So I really sold her on. I was like, listen, this is going to be a phenomenal race. It started to rain, and then I got nervous. Like, if they start behind a safety car, I'm going to look like such a fool. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was saying the start of the race is by far the best. Um, what time did she wake up? She you, she tends to wake up pretty early. Uh, she wakes up maybe between 6.30 and 7. So the, this start of the race was no problem for her? No problem at all. Cool. Most races probably wouldn't be a problem for her. Did Carolyn get up to watch? Yes, she did. All children and dogs get up before 8 o'clock, so there's just no Are you way. calling Anne a child or a dog? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that for anybody, so she's raised children, and yes. so I don't see how you ever go back to sleeping in. Because hmm. once you get that old, that old person like can't you know, old people, dog new tricks. old people get up early. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So the so the start. Also, you got Vettel. He he gets a less than ideal start. Max Verstappen, pretty good start coming up behind. Average, average, I would say. And then Raikkonen just catches. He just gets uh, blows off the the starting blocks, and he like a Mario Kart exactly double tap right turbo yeah right up the left hand side. So, should I explain? Yeah, keep going. So then what we've got is Sebastian Vettel veers off to the left to defend his position, defend his line. So you're, dri- you're describing from the driver's position I'm in, as, I'm as in if the you're cockpit. in a cockpit. I'm got in it. the cockpit. I'm Vettel. Right. I start veering to the left pretty hard because Max is coming up on my left side, and I need to cut him off so I am in, in the first place when I get to the turn. At the same exact time, Kimi, Raikkonen, has basically, I think, overtaken Max at that point. To yeah. Max's left. Side to side, almost, yeah. And you've got, basically, two Ferraris sandwiching a single Red Bull, and Max has nowhere to go. Kimi, Max knock into each other, forcing Kimi into Vettel. He gets hit a little bit, and then within the next two turns, he spins out because he, he's got some hydraulic fluid leak. Very hard to describe exactly how they hit. Watch a video. Watch a video. I, I rewatched this video about 20 times, pausing it, starting it. Same here. Um, yeah. And then at the end of that, basically all of that carnage, um, Lewis Hamilton takes first place and basically just cruises to an easy victory. The most, and Rob, maybe you want to talk on this, but I think if you want to, like, I think the coolest part of that start was an Alonzo's 
Mm-hmm. Alonzo's start. And it was just so unfortunate the way he got. He was in third. So Alonzo started in, in P8, and he was on the left side of the track. And he got he veered way over to the right, cut through the traffic successfully, and was just flying up the right side. Awesome. And he was going to take the outside of turn one, which is a left-hander. And as he was halfway through the turn, the out-of-control cars, and because Raikkonen's car was broken at that point, so the out-of-control car of Raikkonen hit the wounded car for stopping and shoved them both into Alonzo. His car actually popped all four wheels off the ground. Yeah. And uh, his he was able to do a couple more laps, but his car was broken and they pulled him off. Uh, so he was he was in P three, but Vettel retired shortly thereafter, so he would have been P two. Yeah. Uh, he was on the wrong tire. He was on the wets and the inters were their tire to be on. So who knows if he would have stayed podium? But uh, great, great, great start from Alonso. Not su- not surprising Just there. An inspiring start. Um, did he get that good start because he was on the wet tires? I don't think so because um, Raikkonen was on the inters and. But I mean, Alonso's start was phenomenal. Alonso's, Better than Raikkonen's. Yeah. Yes. And I think Alonso's known for his good starts. Hamilton also got a good start. I, as a Hamilton hater, I'm going to give him some credit. Yeah, both he, guys who went outside got phenomenal starts. Well, ha- Hamilton played it safe. I think they went outside because that's where the room was. Played it safe. Didn't want to. I mean, Alonso didn't know there was going to be that crash. No, Alonso. He went right. He drove like a madman, but was just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, what do you guys think about who is to blame? What are your What are your conclusions about the start? So, can I say I I also watched a lot of I watched a slow mo replay that I thought was it's like the Kennedy assassin, really telling. Um, So, again, from a driver's cockpit perspective, Vettel's on the far right, Max is in the the middle, and Raikkonen's on the far left. And what I've, my sources in the paddock and did some research today are saying that Vettel's move to cut over in front of Max is a well-known tactic that was frequently used by a very aggressive Schumacher. I, another heard, the, I heard the same in the paddock. Now, uh, P1 starts a full car length ahead of P2. So if they get off to an equally good start... Uh, the car that's ahead, P1, can usually cut off and force P2 to break. Yeah. But in this case, P2 got off to a slightly better start. So they were kind of alongside each other. Max was a little bit behind. So if Vettel had continued to pull over, Max's options were to either be hit by an oncoming Vettel who was not holding his line, or uh, veer off to the left. In this case, that wasn't an option because Raikkonen was there. I saw Max, and I think this is instinctual, push off to the left. And that's when he collided with Raikkonen, and then that's when Raikkonen spun into Vettel. So I, Vettel, Vettel's move was just brain-dead, brain considering that he was in P1 and had so much to lose, given that he's in a championship fight with Lewis, and who cares what Max does. Stupid, but I actually... Max is not blameless. I think he should have held his line, and if Vettel pulled into him, then I say Vettel's 100% at risk. But but instead, Max kind of felt the pressure and moved into another driver. Now, again, this is me watching it 20 times in slow-mo, and somebody was saying, you know, Rob, get behind one of the, get in one of these cars for a change, <laughs> and especially with the spray, you can't even see anything in the mirrors. It's purely instinct, and so, you know, I, racing incident. I would. I agree with the stewards on this. 
I agree. I, I agree with you on most of what you said, if not all of what you said. I think Max, even if he... Well, I think what happened was his... I think they said his front left ran into uh, Kimmy's back right. So even if he break, even if he was braking, I think he was still going to run into Kimmy's tire because the back tires are so much wider. And that's, I think that's what, exactly what happened. So he, I don't think Max had any... Like, he really didn't have any option. Like I think... Sebastian, if you listen to his radio after this happens, he immediately starts saying, sorry, 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 I'm so sorry for, for that, to the team. So I think in that immediate aftermath of what happened, he realized what he did was really risky and probably, like when I went into the, when they started that race, I said, Sebastian is going to retake the championship lead after this race, maybe not by a lot, but at least by a few points. And then leaving that, he's like, well, now I'm just like, it might be over. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think it's just a racing incident. Yeah. I don't think anyone should be penalized, and nobody was. Like, no points or anything. Um, that being said, I think what most people are saying is Vettel has to be a little more careful there. Verstappen's got literally nothing to lose. So, I mean, that's tough. And uh, I think if you do look at it from the... If you look at it from head-on... Verstappen clearly goes a little bit to the left, and he cl he clips Raikkonen. If you look at it from the driver's perspective, it does show you how quickly it all went down, and how he really didn't he didn't react much, if if at all. Really, right. it was a very very quick, instinctual. He saw Vettel coming on his right. He made like a little move to the left, and I mean Raikkonen wasn't giving him any room at all. No. So he kind of was taking his life in his own hands there, obviously. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. So what do you guys think if um, if you take Max out of the picture and it's just Kimmy making that move and Vettel's cutting over, what do you think happens? All right. So I, I want to first put Max back in the equation. And as the lights, as they were lining up on the grid and the lights were going up, I feared, I thought, Max is going to get off to a good start he has nothing to lose. Vettel is going to hit Max, and that would be tragic because I want anybody but Lewis to win the World Drivers' Championship. Lo and behold, something very similar happened, although it was more Sebastian's fault than Max's fault. So, to your question, I think that the Ferrari guys have so much fear of the Ferrari team that um, Sebastian would not have... Okay, so are we assuming that Kimi gets off to such a good start yes. that Sebastian can't cut him off? I he I think they He's they would still lie in the corner. I I see that. I think Sebastian goes wide around the corner and uh, knows that the team will make Kimmy give him the position over the course of the race. Mm. Wow. I don't yeah. think the Ferraris touch. They have very strong but you, team. Okay, but you think Raikkonen takes P one? I think what I'm I'm not saying Max is out of it, but Max. Let's just say Max gets the same. He gets an average start, not a great start. So, so that first scenario you talked about, where basically they keep that one car length lead, mm -hmm. but Kimi is like basically a half a car length, and Vettel still is on this this line. Mm -hmm. That could have ended poorly too. But you th you think Sebastian would have went wide instead? Because he's still trying to cut off Max and go in front of him. So that's why I I thought it was like a cri what Kimi did was he just bolted up that side. I don't think Vettel had any idea that Kimi was there. I yeah. know. I don't think he did either. Nah. So I think it could have ended very poorly even though no, no one was to blame. And I don't think anyone... I think Vettel had his right to take that line. It was just a careless line to take in his position. Yeah. 
Alright. Uh, so what else happened in this race? Um, Pretty boring middle. Signs. Botas came in third. Uh, Ricardo, so we should just say, Ricardo, you know, the fast Red Bull on Friday, came qualified ahead of Alonzo, um, Hamilton, wasn't able to really put Hamilton under pressure, apparently. He had a oil pressure in his gearbox, so he had to upshift before the optimal point oh. slowed him down. Uh, Botas ran in a uninspiring third, and Sainz put in a good show to come in P4. That's good. Yeah, very good for him. Um, Hulkenberg had a great race, but he had to retire with a mechanical. Some say Palmer had a good race for Renault. Uh, I yeah, I saw a I lot mean, of that chatter. His, he did get a P10 finish, but was behind his teammate pre-retirement. and you know, there's some... There are rumors of him going to Williams? There are. Williams sucks. Palmer Palmer comes with a lot of money, and he's over 25, so he worked out with the Martini sponsor. Where does he have the money? Dad. Daddy. Really? Do we know Daddy's profession? No. Gigolo. Oil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, you know, the, obviously we've spent a while talking about the first turn. After the first turn, the track dried up. There were, there were some tire pit stops, but... The race was not that. Hamilton great. didn't like the safety cars. He's complaining about that. Right. But he rescinded that complaint. Did he? Yeah. When he saw where the accident was, he's like, okay, I do understand we need a safety car for that. And the race ended in less than the allocated number of laps because they hit the time limit. That's a big thing. Two hour time limit. Time limit. Yeah. I forgot about that. Hamilton's for a, a vegan. Oh. Uh, hold on. That's later. Oh, okay. is it? All right. So, uh,. You know, I I, I kind of give it a C minus race, but so yeah, good, just good discussion afterwards. C minus race. I think the start, while it was awesome, was unfortunate for the overall race because you eliminated three of the top, you know, six drivers. Yeah, yeah. What Anne think about it? Oh, she loved the start. Mm. She thought it was awesome. Carol, Carolyn was raving about the start. She was naming all Great. these drivers, and her mom was like, "How do you know all these drivers?" <laughs> Married <laughs> to a gearhead, exactly. <laughs> Osmosis. <laughs> Um, so I think we've got I think we've got a new fan. So All right, shout out Anne. Welcome in. Shout out. Oh, she's and she's going to um, Budapest tomorrow. Oh, what? Does she know that the race was in July? I, she she timed it just a bit. In <laughs> What's she doing there? You know, just a tour. Checking out the track. Uh, she Not. said she said to me, "Do you know it's two different." Sides of the river, Buddha, Buddha and Pesh. Yeah. I did Actually, not know that. And she oh, said, yeah. "If uh, if I'm nice to her, she will bring back some paprika." So we'll see. Go to stop and shop for paprika. <laughs> so wait, like, do you have to be nice to her on an ongoing basis, or no, just, just this past like, weekend? weekend? All right. Weekend. Did you get a verdict, or you'll just see? We'll see. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so you know, I think somebody, Andrew, you think you mentioned the BC Notre Dame game this. This weekend, for sure. Good first half, I'll say. Holy War, yeah. as they call it. We went to the game. John, would you like to? Uh, yeah, so... Well, you had to go to the game, right? You had to buy a ticket. You were compelled to buy a ticket. And then you... The wound is still fresh, so... Oh, sorry. Uh, so, the, this past weekend, uh, historically been a huge game for BC, Notre Dame, uh, either at Notre Dame or Notre Dame comes to Chestnut Hill. Uh, we did not fare so well this this time around uh bc is very bad at football uh <laughs> i think you're right so the first half they played it was pretty competitive second half was abysmal mm. we collapsed and we left uh, you left at halftime i left at halftime i where, left where did you go uh, i went to uh, union street 
uh, pub. Yeah, New- Newton, Newton Center. Newton Center? Yeah. How'd you get down there? Uh, Uber. I stayed. It's quick Uber. Stayed through three quarters. Then where'd you go? And then lower? Not three and a half quarters. We left, and then by the time we got to the tailgate spot, the game was over. There's some excitement. Did you hear about the, the fight? No. Let's not use names, but... No names. Yeah. Well, someone in our crew uh, was sitting behind this gentleman, maybe, I'd say mid-20s. Not a gentleman. Not a gentleman. A young man, mid-20s. A hooligan. Who was bragging about his gambling prowess. And I believe he used the term, I print money. Yep. <laughs> so someone in our crew decided to tell him that he wasn't fond of the terms he was using and, and what. Because it's a slur? Yeah. Basically. He's being annoying. Being annoying. So the guy said, say that to me again. And the guy said, repeated exactly what he said. <laughs> and this guy proceeds to take off his watch. And I forget some of the lyrics. He, he asked his friend to hold his watch. Yep. And then he said, if you're, what was his line? Oh, if you're trying to get froggy. Yeah. <laughs> which we had in Urban Dictionary later. <laughs> if you're trying to get froggy, let me know. And he asked for his address and name so that they could settle this later. Yeah. He wanted a fight. And then he kept on saying multiple times, it's now or never. Yeah. So that was all. <laughs> it's BC on BC it, 8. And then <laughs> this is what happens. You start selling booze yeah. at BC games. <laughs> and then one of, another one of our friends steps in the middle. It all dies down and eventually the other the first guy not in our crew says i just made you my dad i just made you my daddy yeah <laughs> i made you my child oh wait did he say child or daddy child, there's a huge child. difference he said i'm your daddy or i just made you my child yeah and that was i a- birthed yeah. you uh so or all, all the people in this story male yes mm. I didn't. Yeah, I think so. our female listeners will say stupid question, Rob. Obviously, yeah, yeah. they were. They're all male. They're all male. Wow. Uh, so, so the that game was terrible. Was that first half or second half? Second half. Yeah, when the game got out of control, BC lost. Um, Destroyed. Blown out. So tailgate was fun. So how do you? So you went to. All right, you went to a bar. You went back to the tailgate. It took you a whole quarter to get back to then the tailgate. We, we went back to the tailgate right Fired the game up the grill. Ended. The new grill is awesome. Yeah. It's a big new grill. We can fit, I think we fit six or seven burgers plus oh, six. I think, I think we fit ten burgers. Ten burgers, six sausages mm, yeah. at once. Yep. Wow. Impressive. And Did, super hot. Big. So, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna actually go a little out of order here and say... Let's get let's cut to the elephant in the room, which was who cooked the sausages and how well were they cooked? Ah, wow, what happened? Well, one of our members, we'll, oh. Charlie, is not here because he was in the emergency room last night with a possible let's, appendicitis. Let's, let's break down his emergency room visit here. So he starts out Monday saying like, "Oh, I don't feel well." I was like, "Yeah, we all crowd, just but. we all kind of ignore Charlie's complaints because he, you know, so he's having stomach pain. He's in the office on Monday morning saying, "I don't feel well. I have some stomach pains." Like, okay, who hasn't had that before? Right. Yeah. Uh, it starts getting worse. He goes home. He says, "He said, yeah, he takes a nap. He, we don't talk to him for a while. He wakes up, says it's even worse. I think I have a fever." I, I so I told the story to Carolyn and she said she said she she always spikes a fever after a nap. <laughs> That's common. That when you yeah, nap, course, you spike your, a fever. your body temperature just escalates. I do find that you take you wake up from a nap and you're like kind of sweating almost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's standard. Okay. All right. So but he. I, but I think he maintained his fever. Yeah. I think the fever was legitimate. Uh, so he called his uh, PCP. 
primary care physician, <laughs> and they said, you need to go to the emergency room right away because this might be appendicitis. Uh, so Charlie takes himself to the emergency room. His dear mother meets him there. His wife is out there as soon as she's able to. He's being tended to by nurses and doctors who don't seem to know what they're doing. They test his urine. They test his blood. They give him a chest x-ray. Uh, you know, we won't go into... We've got HIPAA to worry about, but yeah. he doesn't have he doesn't have pneumonia. I think I can say that. And then they scan his cat, and he doesn't have appendicitis. So... <clears throat> They send him home at 11 p.m. Um, he says he starts out today, Tuesday, saying, you know, I feel better, but I don't feel great. And then then he says something like, I'm starting to feel worse, but I have a lot of work. What time was that? This is like at 10, 10 a.m. So, and you he know. may have a work event tonight. Yeah, so don't, don't be shocked if Charlie's out late boozing and then doesn't feel great on Wednesday. I mean, Charlie considers this emergency room behavior. I consider yes. it a classic. Handle. I think he may have like an ulcer or something. So, mm. what about kidney stones? Is that? I don't know how that goes down. Yeah, what's the? Do you, do you have you ever had them? I've never had them, but I think that's, that's got to be an abdominal pain. Yeah, which is what he's. Any loyal for. listeners, if you want to, you know, hmm. message us about kidney stones, that'd be great. Um, funny, but you do mention the tailgate because. Three other members of the neighboring tailgate also came down with similar symptoms of severe stomach pain, and they went home early from work. On now, Monday. Same day as yes. Charlie. Now, none of them checked themselves into the ER. Oh, shot. No, I'm not, not, not shot. But uh, we didn't share food with them. Yeah, that's the only... That's that's odd. Did you kiss any of them? No. Not you, but anybody in There the was a baby there. There was a baby. Was Charlie playing with a baby? I don't recall that. We'll have to go so, to the video tape. Well, babies carry all sorts of kissing the baby. Uh, <laughs> Charlie. Okay, well, uh, anyway, we'll keep you posted. I do have to say, just as a quick medical tip, this is free. This is free for the listeners. If you do have abdominal pain uh, and it getting, it's getting sharper, you really need to look into the symptoms of appendicitis. You cannot let that go. Surgery is mandatory. Don't joke with it. Don't um, joke. Because so, if that ruptures, you know, you're totally screwed. Although Charlie right? was a big wuss. In this case, you know, don't you try and tough it out just so you don't get ragged on by us right. and die. We would hate to see that happen. We would hate to see that. All right. Uh, we got to wrap up some other topics. I'm going to breeze through them quickly. Bruins season is on the verge of starting. We've got a <laughs> bunch of big fans on the... Uh, I'm a Bruins fan. Yeah. I yeah. like them too. The F1 newsletter. We, we're Bruins friendly. We, we cross, Very Bruins. cross sports. We're, we're bear friendly. Yeah. Love bears. <laughs> <laughs> All types of bears. Uh, so they just signed. So that is big Bruins. I love fans. black bears. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, as big Bruins fans, you guys will be well aware of the Pasternak signing from last week. Pasta. Uh, six years. What is it? Forty million dollars. How much guaranteed? Hockey contracts are guaranteed. Same <laughs> the NFL. I like to wet my beak on that deal. Okay. So um, that's a pretty good deal. Six point six six mil a year. They've got Ooh, they've got their that. their good score locked up. Um, preseason starts. I, I gotta say, it, like the beginning of October, and then then the end of October. Or preseason starts now, and then I think the regular season starts around Halloween. If if my memory. How many is preseason correct. games are there? Eh, a dozen, maybe. Oh, really? Uh, so you know, we're gonna go to some games. 
What, any any particular ones you're excited? I mean, if we could go to the Canadiens game, if we could oh. luck into those tickets, I would love that. No way they sell those. I was uh, back into our F1 tie-in. I was thinking next time we go back to Montreal Canadians. for F1. You mean this next year? Yeah. I'm gonna just bring my Bruins jersey and wear it. I don't oh, care. Dude. Dude. No. No. Dude. no. Oh yeah. No. 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 We, we want to get froggy. We, we want to get yeah, froggy. We do Blazers in Montreal. <laughs> We're not trying to get froggy in Montreal. <laughs> All right. Uh, your head chopped off there. Uh, also, Bruins Blackhawks. You know, we got John. You. Your family and my family, we yes. have some Chicago connections. Yes, we do. So the mob, Bru- Chicago mob union connections, that sort of thing. <laughs> the Bruins Blackhawks, obviously. Is good. it the Caps year? It's kind of my It's the Caps year. <laughs> uh, every year they think it's their year and it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you could ask the Gores about that if you ever run into Ooh, those boys. Wow. Big Caps fans. Mm. Great. Rag them on it because Caps suck. Well, I'm a Caps fan too. So, uh, yeah, look forward to the hockey season. Yeah, so uh, other F1 updates. Uh, you know, the, the latest thing that I heard after our recording of the last session was that Renault said to Red Bull, we're going to supply you for one more year and then screw you. You're, you're done. You can use the Honda. Oh. Yeah. So oh it looked like Red Bull was going to be in a great situation where they could use the Honda if the Honda was good, but otherwise they would have their fallback of Renault and the news on last Friday was Renault said no we're not going to supply you with the Renault engine after next after 2018 so they have to go with they would have supplier. to go with Honda in 2019 I think that's I think Honda is about to turn the corner that's what everyone has said including myself for the last three years we'll so buy, we'll bu- this is why you have to watch practice too yeah <laughs> break this all down Will Buxton Will Buxton he's the man I would love to get him on the pod I'm, I sure, love he would, I'm sure he would join he was explaining how he thinks that this is just the absolute worst time for McLaren to split with Honda. Mm. And he was also explaining that the engine that Honda produced this year is the engine they wanted to make three years ago, and this is the first year they can do it. So he's saying that if they Because had, of regulations. Yes. Then, okay, I wanted to make a phenomenal engine three years ago. I wasn't allowed to do it. They knew the rules. Yeah, maybe. Mr. Honda. Anyway, Will Buxton, I, I trust him. And he's saying that this is the worst time for um, McLaren to leave them. But, hey. I think see. Will Buxton is the best guy working at NBC Sports, bar none. The way he weaves through that starting grid yeah. is inspiring. And he knows everything. You see when Verstappen pinched his nipple? Did not see that. Oh. <laughs> Did you watch that on replay 20 times? Yeah. <laughs> it was after qualifying. And uh, after Vettel was uh, checking no, out, no. The, he was asking Verstappen about the uh, co- collision he had with Ricardo a few it. races back. Yes, yes. He's like, "Hey, you guys, buddies now." Oh, that and was... instead of answering, Verstappen was just pinching his nipple. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of uh, Ricardo Verstappen, who do you have, who do you have for driver of the season thus far? Ricardo, and and a little bit on why. He has yeah. done the most with the least. Mic drop. I'm. Mm, mm, uh, I'm he, has a ton, he has a ton of podiums. He does. I, it's hard to. Def- I'm still saying Lewis at the moment. Ugh. Okay, Lewis has done a great job. My answer is also Ricardo, and I was going to say somebody who's most outperformed their teammate because they have equivalent equipment. Yep. The obvious answer on that is Hulkenberg. But <laughs> but Palmer is so bad that I feel like that's not even a fair comparison. Julian. And I think Verstappen is a very good dro- racer, 
So the fact that Ricardo has so outperformed him in points, much to my betting dismay with my bet with Charlie, yeah, um, I'm going to have to give it to Ricardo. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fine. Ricardo had that sweet line in the presser. What did he, he say? There, he said, "Hey," uh, or some reporter goes, "Hey," uh, the word on the street was Renault wanted you to switch to Renault as part of the deal, the engine deal. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, "Well, that's not surprising. I'm really fast and good looking." <laughs> I love it. Uh, the, wow. What a guy. What a hero. <laughs> didn't, didn't miss a beat. All right. Uh, so Hamilton has made a big <laughs> announcement recently. He's going vegan. Yeah. He watched a documentary. Man and card. Yep. He, no, he watched one documentary. I don't even know if he finished it. But he said that the meat industry is ruining the planet. And so now he's vegan. Okay. Was it an inconvenient truth? Might have been. <laughs> Uh, I can respect going vegan and being upset about the meat industry. What I can't respect is you drive F1, you get flown all around the world, private private jets, jets, you are destroying the world. Yeah. Don't tell me that by going vegan, all of a sudden, you're doing something great. I'm going to make a documentary about private jets, and then we'll see what he does. He wasn't even eating steaks. He was pescatarian before this switch. He just did. He's such a loser. All right, so we we did our hot in the streets about Charlie. We gave their update on Charlie. We hope we hope he's Charlie's alive. temperature hot in the streets. Um, I hope he hasn't taken a nap recently. We haven't I heard from him. We'll be spiked. We'll call him up after. We'll get a little maybe a sound clip. We'll we see. We should try and get him live. We'll call him in. Oh, should we give him a yeah yeah? We'll get him we'll try again. Yeah. You call him while we we'll move on. The next race in uh, two weeks. Malaysia. Uh, Men's Bike Weekend actually is Malaysia. Yeah, Malaysia. It's the first of October. Mm. Um, Very close to the race we just had by miles. Well, I do think they try and keep them geographically yeah. Con- yeah. condensed. You, these guys go home in between these races. <sighs> they... Hey, Charlie! Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. How's the temp? Are you at the work event? I am. Oh. Wait, Charlie, you're not using opiates, are you? No, no opiates. Okay, good. good. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. So you I'm sound not that. great. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm honest with you. I was hoping it was your phone. <laughs> I think it's Andrew's phone. We just, we told the listeners that we'd get a sound clip, so we're glad you're you're doing well. Uh, Pod's right. coming out tonight. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Charlie. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, he sounded terrible. Yeah. Uh, I think he sounded fine. <laughs> I think he's going to pull through the night, but I think then tomorrow he's going to feel worse, you know, how these work yeah, events let, go. Yeah, I mean, let's it. hope he beats, he breaks the fever and makes it through the night. You guys, the scene in the emergency room last night, was he like cr- oh, huddled I, over? I got, a, I got a picture of it. Really? He got an IV in one arm. Really? What, an and IV? He looked, and he looked shitty. Was he crying? Not in the photo. Wait. Was he wearing a diaper? <laughs> Not that, in the that photo. wasn't covered in the photo. Wait, is that their go-to? You just get an IV? Well, it was an IV to push drugs in and to oh, do all sorts of things. Uh, an IV is like a portal to... Oh, the I, I can't believe he's going to that work event. That's disappointing. He needs to take care yeah. of his health. Yeah, I mean, are you going to be on your deathbed saying, boy, I was glad I hit, that, hit up that work event? Yeah. Well, he, look, well uh, here's, here's an update for Charlie. He's now a mid-level manager. So he walks around with Lundberg glasses and a Best Boss mug and goes to work events. Yeah, that's the new life that's for him. His life. Um, that's his life. All right. Appendicitis will put you off that corporate ladder right quick. That's yeah, so true. he can't acknowledge that he has it. All right. Agreed. So, so Malaysia, uh, 
two weeks. Can't wait. Um, yeah, is it, is a Malaysia a good track for Mercedes? Is what I was wondering. Very hot. Malaysia, yeah, very hot. So that's going to play some interesting things with tire. So look for that in the tire strategy Can't column wait. coming out. Really? Are they having a huge humanitarian crisis right now? No, so, that's Burma. That's Burma. Maybe there's a documentary Lewis could recommend about it. Yeah. <laughs> well. Malaysia last year is where Hamilton had the engine blowout that cost him the driver's championship against Rosberg. Myanmar, I was thinking of. You were thinking of AKA Myanmar. AKA Burma. Yeah. Uh, so Hamilton's got a 28-point lead of Vettel. So even if Vettel comes in first and Hamilton DNFs, Hamilton's still got the lead. Ugh. But uh, Vettel's got to start closing it up. There are, what, six races left? Yeah. He uh, needs six left. That's right. No, he's going he's gonna to drive very conservatively now, I think. Who? Vettel, no. Hamilton. What's the what's the worst that Wait, happens he can't, here? He can't DNF, but he's got to drive. He's got to. He's got a limit. He's got to win. What if he comes in first every race? Hamilton comes in second every race. Does he close that gap? Yes. He, okay, it? it's twenty-five to eighteen, right? So seven. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But so he's he, got to beat Hamilton. Yeah. And the only way to beat Hamilton is not go out in lap one. But you know what? What won't get him the championship if Hamilton wins every race and he comes Listen, in second? I'm the guy who always says you get injured in football when you're not playing 110. percent So I get it, but uh, I heard you say it. I say it all the time. Also, it's impossible to play over 100. percent But anyway, that's I know you're, you're not a football guy. So uh, constructors championship, I'd say, is basically locked up. Mercedes Done. has over 100 100 point lead on Ferrari. Yeah, stick a fork in it. Uh, any predictions for Malaysia? I don't know enough about the track. It's got those long straightaways. So Mercedes, the, hot. But it also has, it is very hot. And it's Ricardo. And it's got, I think, in the heat. I think it's got some high speed turns. Raised in the outback? What we're saying is we have no idea. I High speed turns are Mercedes. I think this is a Mercedes track. Me too. What I've heard is that Mexico Shoot. and Brazil are going to be more Ferrari Red Bull tracks. Track of America's? Circuit of America. Circuit of America. Coda. I love the Mexican Grand Prix, by the it's way. It's awesome. Yeah. Guys, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, so uh, we'll be all be watching. It's going to be what? Saturday, Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's actually going to be Sunday mid in the middle of the night because Singapore is a night race. Malaysia is going to be on a similar time zone. Singapore was a night race live at 8 a.m. Malaysia is a day race, similar time zone. It's going to be like at 3 a.m. Who's watching it live? Well, you watched <laughs> the first one. Oh, okay. Didn't I? I yeah, I won't be watching. Oh my god! Didn't I stay up till like three a.m. watching? Well, there is no hero. There is no TV in Vermont, so you certainly won't be watching it. Yeah, that's where the men's bike weekend is. All right, uh, last game. Driver imitations. So yeah, I was thinking we could do some. You know, <laughs> some you say something that a driver would say. Don't do an accent that would give it away. Oh, and we, no accent. No okay. accent, and we try and guess like what. What driver is notorious for saying that? Mm. Oh so I'll, I'll start with a really easy one. It has to be a current driver? No, you could do it every... F1, it has to be an F1 driver. Okay. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, Sebastian Vettel. Sebastian All right. Vettel, obviously. Yeah, easy. Um, Just okay. Just the juice is flowing. All right, I'll go. Um, oh, I'm, I'm driving an FP2, uh, <laughs> uh, a Formula 2 car. Alonzo. Yeah. Um... I'll say, hmm, I'm really good looking, and I just have so many friends, and everyone fucking Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. No, it was Daniel Ricciardo. No, get out <laughs> no, of here. No, stop. <laughs> All right, uh, 
We could have won this race. Um, oh, we could have run this. Um, or we should have won this race. I think. Raikkonen? I think that's one of the Red Bulls. No. I was I was trying to do Alonzo, who said that at Baku, and also, um, oh, yeah, I think last race yeah, he does at Monza, that. where he's always saying like, "But for the engine, we would have won." I got one. Uh, uh sorry, sorry, Tim, sorry, Vettel. I was saying Dan- Danny Kafiat. <laughs> he Mon- says that a lot. Oh, I've got one. Um, you guys are the best fans we see all year. Lewis. Lewis. Says it every, every track. Every race. track. <laughs> every race. Uh, who else could we do? Um, what is it? Oh, I was going to... Uh, I don't have one. <laughs> I was going to try to think of a Raikkonen, but he doesn't say much. He just kind of is stone, <laughs> stone cold. Hmm. Yes, it was a good race. All yes, right. it was a good race. I thought it was good. <laughs> Yeah, love her. I can. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so uh, you know, look for our look for the newsletter to come out. Uh, what is the race? Is the first? It's going to come out the 29th of September. Close out the month on a strong note. Whoa, we have a big pod today. There's a, there's a lot of filler in the beginning. Okay, mm-hmm. but we've got a pod coming out in the next day or two. Um, a newsletter. Char- Charlie goes event. home from his work event, and then we've got the race next. Not not this weekend, but the weekend after, correct? Correct. Uh, and then and then we have a couple. Buckle up, F one fans, because we have a couple of, I think three in a row. Whoa, three, three races in I a row. I think we may. Oh, is that Coda, Mexico? Oh my gosh. We got to make it to do Coda, they Coda don't Coda. they do Japan before they come over to the uh, Americas? I don't know. Well, maybe mm-hmm. they may. I don't know. All right, cool. Circuit of the Americans. Justin Timberlake. We so, gotta go there. Yeah, right we here. do also need to figure out how to put our podcasts on the internet without Charlie. Imagine if he had appendicitis, and like you would never hear this. If he, if he actually has appendicitis, you'll not hear this. And that's the tragedy we can't right. afford. We cannot. We cannot see that tragedy. Realized. Is he gonna? I mean, are, we have to be worried about him coming down with something at all times now. You know. Well, he might. I mean, he ran away to Mexico. The, for a couple weeks. But right? at least this time he told his mother where he was. So that's, we're trending in that, that direction. That was astonishing to me. He called up Karen and said, hey, I'm going to the university. Right. I think it was because it was in Newton, so it was nearby. I wouldn't know my primary care physician to call. I don't, don't, have, know, how do I don't have a primary care physician. Is this a family friend or something? Have, no, you don't have, I have a fr- primary care physician. I need to get one. Same I one I've had since I was 13. I've been oh, looking. I don't have one. I've been looking to get one. I'd love one. But it's all asking me to cough, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a physical. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Or a <Anyway>. gopher. <laughs> yeah.